You're listening to the Zombie Survival Podcast, keeping you one step ahead of the living dead. I'm your host, Jeff McCune, and today we're going to be talking about the different modes of transportation, from bicycles to tanker trucks and everything in between, and as always, our helpful hints and survival tips on living in an undead world. Transportation. Getting around in a post-apocalyptic world is going to be a bit different than a normal afternoon. Imagine what it would be like with That's me. Just then, You've just the heard that people all over the city are going crazy and biting each other. The radio says not much is known other than if you're bitten, you become infected and soon you will be the biter. You'd rather that not happen. Now you're rushing home from work trying to get to your family. Problem being, everyone and their dog are doing the exact same thing. You happen to have a bug out bag in your backseat because you listen to the ZSP, and that's awesome because you believe in being prepared. So you have the supplies, now you just need to make your way back to your loved ones. Now the roads are jam packed with car after car after car. All it takes is one single driver to try and switch lanes, and then all of a sudden, bam, he smashes into the guy in the other lane. Now he's blocked up both lanes. Then he gets out and starts screaming at the other guy. Unbeknownst to him, a flesh-eating maniac was running up behind him. And chomp, he's down. Cue in the mass panic from everyone around that just saw what happened. Now these people are going to be doing one of two things. One, crushing their gas pedal to the floor and smashing into the other cars trying to get around the wreck and in turn just making it worse. Or two, they bail out of their car and run for their lives, leaving their vehicle unmanned and in the way. Now, the traffic is full-on gridlock, blocking up every major road, making them virtually useless death traps. A graveyard of metal and rubber stretching for miles. Now you see what I'm talking about when I say you have to seriously think of your vehicle options. Now there are several solutions to make it around the mess. You could get a tanker and try to muscle through it, smashing cars out of the way left and right, but get too many cars back to back, and even the biggest tank in the world couldn't move mountains. Now, you could get a motorcycle or even a bike and drift in and out of the abandoned cars with ease. Bicycles are great because they're human powered, so as long as you have working legs, you can make it wherever you're headed and not have to worry about gas. Plus, they're virtually silent, so zipping around everywhere would draw the least amount of attention when you're moving around the city, as long as you take that rookie card out of your spokes. Now, motorcycles are great as well. They get hundreds of miles off of just a few gallons of gas. And according to Rob RFFR on Twitter, a good small CC bike with some storage space for extra fuel would be an optimal choice as it's one of the quieter bikes on the market. Now, the downside to the two-wheeled wonders is that there's minimal room for gear and passengers, so you'll have to travel super light. And as for bringing back supplies, it's pretty much a horrible choice to scavenge your vehicle. Plus, you expose your body without the protective shell that an automobile would provide, and all it would take is one wrong turn to bump into a Z-head to end it all. You know, you could go with an ATV, aka an all-terrain vehicle, like a Jeep or a high-rise truck, which would be my personal preference. Now granted, in no way are these guys very eco-friendly, but they'll totally provide the sturdiness and safety feeling when cruising around the wasteland. Now, they are going to eat up quite a bit of gasoline or diesel as well, unless you convert your ride to use a different form of fuel. Uh, you should check out Greasel for a bit of fun knowledge there. Now, I agree with Mark Mills on Facebook. He pretty much said you want a sturdy ride with a high ground clearance so you can hop curbs and even run down a few zombies and not have to worry about them gumming up your undercarriage. 
pretty much rendering you stuck in a pile of bodies like a morbid apocalyptic seesaw. Now, the big choice is between an enclosed vehicle like a Jeep to house passengers and gear, or having the open bed truck which can hold more gear, but isn't the safest for passengers to ride along with. Now, to dive into a few not so common options, Leslie Taylor on Facebook writes, a tank would be awesome, just a little troublesome to come by, so even though I don't like them, a horse would probably be your best bet for a while. Tanks would be awesome, Leslie, but yes, they won't just be scattered about the streets, unless this is pretty far into the struggle and the army has lost control and abandoned these things everywhere. Plus, what most people don't take in consideration is that the general public hasn't a clue how to drive one. It's not a simple steering wheel and gas and brake pedals, but for those willing to learn, I know of a couple places that will actually teach you how to drive a tank. For a fee, of course. Just Google it. Also, those things eat up fuel like no other, so after it's empty, all you are is canned food for the massive zombies that would flood all over you. Now, horses are an awesome means of transportation. All the fuel they'll ever need is growing all over the ground that they walk upon. As long as you have some experience in riding horses, or some good luck and fast learning on your side, it would be a pretty sweet way to get around. That is, until you turn a corner and run into a massive horde of the undead. Then it may get spooked when it gets surrounded and buck you off. Now let's just hope there's an empty army tank sitting around to crawl into one that happened. Now, Justin Davis on Facebook suggested the TIV-2, which is the tornado intercept vehicle used to storm chase and get right in the center of the action. And folks, I'm going to be honest, I had to Google it to see what all the hubbub was about. This thing is a beast. It looks as if it were made for zombie survival. Well, I guess tornadoes are pretty extreme as well, but it's totally sweet. Make sure to check it out. Now, if you're thinking about using electric cars, you're crazy. Sure, the thought of it never needing gas is awesome, but truth be told, it would be just a few short days and that electricity would be gone, and more rare than the finest choice of unleaded gasoline. And if you were leaning towards solar power, those solar panels are super fragile and one crack could compromise the entire structure. So no action to be had there, but I like that you're thinking outside the box. And truth be told, I think a blimp may be the best vehicle versus the undead. It's quiet and floats so you don't have to worry about the walkers. You can keep it tethered to the ground and if need be, cut the road and get out of Dodge. Now, if I could just find a place that teaches you how to drive one. Alright, ladies and gents, that wraps up this episode of the Zombie Survival Podcast. Aww. We want to hear from you. Have any helpful hints or survival tips that you'd like to share? What's your favorite vehicle of choice in a zombie apocalypse? And would you make it out alive? Follow us on Twitter at Killing a Zombie and like our Facebook uh, at like facebook.com slash zombie survival podcast. Now you can also shoot us an email at the zombie survival podcast at gmail.com. Now make sure you're getting everyone else prepared as well by telling them about the zombie survival podcast. All right, thanks for listening. I'm Jeff McCune, and now you can stay one step ahead of the living dead. Stay breathing, people. We'll see you next time. Uh.